Before we get into the show, I want to tell you all about Gooder glasses. These are sunglasses that are very cheap, super stylish, and great quality. When Gooder approached us, I told my partner about it, and she had nothing but good things to say. She's a runner, and the great thing about these glasses is that they don't move around. They're lightweight, easy to clean, and all the glasses start at $25 each. They've got some amazing styles. They sent me a pair of their Kitty Hawkers Ray Blockers. These are some really stylish, summer-looking sunglasses. I've gotten a number of compliments on them. I'm really impressed with the quality of this, and even when they, they sent us these ones, I immediately wanted to go and buy more of these. They have a lot of great selections out there in various styles. And if you go to gooder.com, that's G-O-O-D-R.com slash chat and use offer code chat, you can get free shipping on your first order. You can find a link to their website in the show notes and go find your favorite new pair of sunglasses. What's that? Majestically cresting the horizon as it makes its way into port. Why, it's the brand new HyperX Armada monitors, mounts, and arms. Both the HyperX Armada 25 and 27 gaming monitors come bundled with a sturdy HyperX Armada mount and arm. If you need every split second of advantage when gaming, the Full HD Armada 25 and its 240Hz refresh rate are for you. If you like to soak in the graphical majesty of your gaming, you'll be eyeing the Quad HD Armada 27 with an 165Hz refresh rate. Set sail for HyperX.com or Amazon.com to start making your display armada. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Original recipe. Original recipe. Um, I mean, bird-related, right? So, yep. uh, I don't... Mm. <laughs> we'll get into it. This season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. To join me on this skyfaring adventure, I am joined by BC Nelson. Hey! Joined by Brian Luigi's Apartment Hour. Hi. And we've got a bonus adventure here with us for this season from Impossible Coin Podcast. Tegan Somerset is here to join us as well. Hi. Very excited to be here. And I'm your host, Jeremy. So this game came out in 2011 for the Nintendo Wii. Eventually, they Mm. ported it to the Wii U. Not even a port. I mean, they just like they did their backwards compatible digital availability thing i don't remember what they called that i mean it was like the virtual console all right before we get into this it's a zelda game we're back in the zelda stuff this game 
is like one of the most divisive Zelda games. I think I think more so most people like typically if you ask someone who played a lot of Zelda games that they might have said Zelda 2. Like I felt like that held that title for a long time. This one this game this no, game I don't came think out, that's divisive. I think people just hate that one. I don't Hey, we have <laughs> we have talked to enough people to see like there are people out there that love it. I think there just weren't enough people that played it. I think that yeah. I think you have the 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 skewed uh, poll numbers from that kind of thing that we're not really getting a good view of 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 everyone's actual view on that. This game though came out for the Wii. It's filled full of motion control stuff that Nintendo was still in that phase of like we have to use every every little piece of this system that we can and they did everything they could to use that that jo- the uh, I almost said Joy-Con, the Wii remote controller, uh, the, which is the, the Motion Plus, right? The, yeah, yeah, the with Motion the, Plus. Yes, with the Motion Plus, which you could either buy a little add-on clip thing to the back, or they eventually sold a a deluxe version of the Wii remote that had it built yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, now I have a mixture of both. I have I have four of those dongle plugins because it was like well we're gonna need these for playing Wii Sports Resort around the house so yeah um, gotta have it BC has not played this game not until today oh yesterday Brian <laughs> you played a bit of this a while ago like half of it half of it okay I, fe- I fell off like somewhere in the middle uh, I'm actually pretty sure directly in the middle the second phase of the second area okay uh and tegan you uh recently played the hd version of this I right did, yep did you finish it yes i did oh okay so it's still pretty fresh in your it's mind super too. fresh and then i just replayed it for you know for this <laughs> so i love it <laughs> for me i i played through it all when it first came out i loved it at the time i was writing for a few different websites at the time and one of them I gave it a, this a ten out of ten score. Um, things yeah. that things that did not age well. This game was this game was a big deal before it came out because for a few reasons. One, it was we hadn't had like a a built from the ground up game for the Wii at the time. Uh, the last game that we had was well, technically you could say like the Link's Crossbow Training was made specifically for the Wii. Uh, that doesn't count though. Mm. But it was made in, specifically for the Wii Zapper. Yes, the the piece of plastic <laughs> that didn't do anything special other than hold your Wii remote in a specific way. Um, but before this, we had Twilight Princess, which was developed as a GameCube game, brought over to the Wii as well with minor enhancements. This game was built from the ground up. Um, another thing that is a big deal to talk about with this game, especially at the time and even now, is that this was the first zelda game to use a live orchestra for its soundtrack uh up until then everything was done digitally uh even even Mm -hmm. some of the songs like they got better with it but it was still none of it was actually done by actual instruments uh and so this was a a big deal for that um and i think it still holds up not they're still they don't use it for everything in the game but yeah no, but none of the other games it's, previously did that. It it shows too. Like it, it's very uh it stands out at the beginning of the game when we're like, Oh, this 
this is an orchestra. That's right. This would have been the first time they would have done that. So this game came with live orchestration. That, <laughs> like, that they is made true. A big that deal is true. The, the 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 original version had two discs in it. You had the game disc, and then you had this other CD that just had a a. Uh, what do you call it uh, a composition live of live of... recording of mm-hmm. yeah yeah different uh arrangements arrangements um, that's what i'm thinking of from from older songs but then yeah you know music from this game too but had that yeah. as, as soon as i w- had a car with a cd player in it just had that <laughs> looping constantly in my in my car um i think i still probably somewhere have a little cd binder and i have a burned version of that because the old one got like scratched up mm-hmm. um but yeah, I was I was obsessed with that. I was obsessed with this game at the time. Uh, looking back on it, I mean, even in the the little chunk that we played at the beginning, I'm just like, oh, I had a much higher tolerance for for tomfoolery, nonsense, pointless motion controls. Mm. Um, Here's the important question: Have you sat down yet, Jeremy? Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, wait! You're playing on the Switch. Never mind. I just figured you were going to be like, no, I st- I stood up the whole time. I, you know, Mister Wee Bowling. I I always stand up to play Wii oh, Sports um, and stuff. I did that for the mo- I did that for the most part in the original one. Didn't do it for this one, yeah. man. Man, that was okay. that was what fifteen years ago, like so, or well, uh, eleven years ago. Um, okay, I'm older. I can't I can't be <laughs> commit myself to that. I mean, I'll do it for like <laughs> VR. But that's because, like, that's re- required for that stuff. Okay. But the game isn't requiring it, unless it is bowling, of course. Uh, unless it's Nintendo Switch bowling. I'm going to stand up for that every time. Um, <laughs> Tegan, <laughs> where were you when this game came out? I was in Japan. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, I was doing a study abroad. I pre-ordered the game. I had it shipped to... I had my mom, like, go to GameStop and pick it up. I paid it off before I left, but I was in japan when it actually released and so like release day happened and i could not play the game and i was really like <laughs> upset but also like i couldn't be upset because i was in japan <laughs> was there a bunch of promotional stuff going on for it around you <laughs> not really actually okay um, i was doing a study abroad in nagoya okay and nagoya has a pokemon center so like there was a lot of stuff around like the pokemon games that were coming out and the new right. um like dragon pokemon cards that they just added to the game um but that was <laughs> there was less like zelda stuff there was more zelda stuff in like tokyo when i went to visit uh, a couple months mm-hmm. later but not a ton in you, nagoya you did remind me that when this game came out i did have it i had it pre-ordered like the deluxe version that came with the gold mm-hmm. Wii remote yeah. i had that one pre-ordered but then the place that I was getting it, that I was pre-ordering, I was like, a, I don't know if it was a GameStop at the time or if it was an EB Games or whatever. Um, and they did not do a midnight release for it. And for whatever reason, I told myself, well, if you're not doing a midnight release, then what's the point? And so I went <laughs> to a Meyer store um, and they were open 24-7 so I could yeah. go in there at tw- you know at midnight mm-hmm. and then they would just sell it to me then you but may they- have to like hunt down a person to like open the yes. case because they're not staffing you know counters no. all night you but- probably could have gone at seven forty-five in the evening and gotten it yeah <laughs> yeah honestly yeah yeah hey do but- you have a that game it's been out for a few weeks uh, but there's none up here <laughs> um they did not have the deluxe version available and so i ended up just buying 
the uh, the the regular version, and then eventually bought the gold controller off eBay at, oh at a higher goodness. price. I right. never do that. I never buy anything over MSRP. But for whatever reason, it was it was like the gold remote. I just needed that. I needed the gold Zelda themed remote. Any any Zelda themed hardware, mm-hmm. I get that that is the thing I get obsessed over the most. I definitely wanted that, but it was not a thing I could uh I couldn't afford to get okay, I couldn't afford to get the the controller. Like and plus I had enough hardware anyway i was like look that would be too much so yeah i just got the game uh, i i was chewing through double a batteries uh w- another thing couldn't really afford uh at this at this point in my life wasn't doing like so great i mean i was doing all right you know, i had roommates i was saving money but i superfluous zelda things uh were you know yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Batteries were tough to come by in those days. I actually had a friend for Christmas that year get me a little charging stand for my Wiimotes because he's like, dude, <laughs> it's you've had this thing for five years. Here you go. <laughs> so, Tegan, when when this game first came out, were you obsessed with it? Did you love it? Like, what, what were your... Can you remember what your feelings were? It was um, very much a mixed bag for me. I, uh, I was mostly at that point, I'd already decided that like Wind Waker was my favorite Zelda game. Um, but otherwise I really mostly enjoyed like the handheld games. So like Link's Awakening, the Oracle series, that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had a lot of trouble gauging like the depth in this game. Uh, and so I kept like I'd miss jumps and I'd I'd like miss my swings all the time and that part was really frustrating. Uh, mm. So like I liked the story parts of this game, the plot parts of this game, but the rest of the game I was like, mm, could be better. <laughs> <laughs> sure do wish I didn't have to motion control it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely played this on an awful TV, uh, so <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Um, I mean, BC, do you remember anything about this time? Like when this was coming out, like, was there, and do you have any friends that, that played this that, that you knew about? I think I only had one friend that actually played it and they were kind of meh on the game at the time. <laughs> okay. I remember hearing that there was like, it was really different story, like story or enemy wise. But, uh, yeah, I just wasn't playing a lot of a lot of Wii games at the time, so. Yeah, I, I, I was also obsessed with the Wii uh, at this time. Like, it was, mm. it was like, my favorite system. I, I went so in on motion controls. Uh, I any, any game that utilized it, like, in a, in a decent way, I got obsessed with. Um, I mean, Z- Zack and Wiki was, like, my favorite game for the longest time. <laughs> um, if you don't know, that's just, like, a really cool Capcom uh, adventure game that uses the the motion controls of the remote in all different ways, turning dials, like aiming, like what aim, aiming was just a small thing that you would do in there. Everything else was all just like motion controlled puzzles to like move cubes around to like find certain parts of it. They it was just such a really good game. It's fun. Um, it's a good game. Bring bring back Zach and Wiki Capcom. Um, yeah, just just dumb little uh, adventure games. They're always fun. 
Uh, yeah, I, um, I think I, I was like the Wii was the most advanced system we had at like any of the houses I lived at because most of my friends liked video games, but no one was spending their money on, you know, PS3. Uh, you know, I had, you know, friend, like I would go over to different friends' house if I wanted to play 360 or play Borderlands with them or something like that. But in my house, uh, since I was the only one with video games, we just had a bunch of Nintendo stuff. And, you know, Wii Sports or Mortal Kombat would would get you by when people <laughs> Wii were Sports over or to Mortal practice. Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, you know, what like because you know, bands were in and out of that house that I was living at at the time. You know, our our basement was a practice like house basically, and so whatever you know, whatever band was into would be like, oh, you have Street Fighter two, and I'm like, I have like three versions of it. Like, oh, okay, then that's what we're doing while we wait for the other band to finish their practice session, and it's our turn. And so, yeah, that was kind of fun, but, uh, so, so the Wii was, I was totally into this game. I was ready to, to play it because I wanted a, a Zelda game with full motion controls and like sword controls. Like that was the promise of, maybe it was just trauma from Red Steel, but that was the promise of the Wii, man. We were going to get to like control swords and do cool stuff. And, and so I think I was okay with the motion controls on that level. I was kind of fine with the story but the way that it's i, I don't know the, the way that the, the there's not a bunch of progression to where you go i, I mean the areas progress they become different but you go back to the same areas and do different stuff and that eventually wore on me enough that when i put it down for a while i never sort of went back to it and yeah, I don't know. I like this game, but we'll see. Yeah, I think another thing to keep in mind is that th w w not necessarily like a criticism of this game, but it is something to keep in mind that after this game, the developers behind the Zelda series said, we got to do something different. Mm. This, is, this isn't working, <laughs> you know? And I, um, I think there are so many different things that you can criticize in this game. Um, that for everyone, like this part of it doesn't, I don't like that part. And then someone else will be like, well, I don't like that part and this part. And then someone else can be like, I like both of those parts, but I don't like this part and this part. And like everyone found something about this game that they did not like. And <laughs> not, not 2011 Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 10 out of 10 Jeremy over here. Uh, um, yeah, anything else we want to want to talk about that any memories we have surrounding this game before we we move on. Life's gotten better and worse since then. <laughs> the game has stayed the same. <laughs> and the, and the, the one thing you can count on is Skyward Sword will stay the same. Um <sighs> So, this game uh let's see Myself, BC, and Tegan are all playing the HD version. Brian, I assume you're playing the Wii version? I am on original... Sis, not, no, I'm not on original hardware. I plugged my Wii U in because my Wii tends to want to just die. <laughs> it, just, it just gets like overheated real bad, real fast. 
Can't you just like open a closet somewhere and find a spare Wii? Yeah, I can. Uh, I, I, I yeah, Brian can, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the trouble, you know, I have to go downstairs and <laughs> open some boxes. Oh, no, I, st- I have my aunt's Wii over here. You know what? That one hasn't been touched because her kids didn't like old video games until I showed up to take them. And so uh, I'll just leave that one alone <laughs> and let it stay kind of pristine in a box. Um, so some things to bring up, uh, the differences that we will have here, uh, it's, it's, it's limited. There's not a lot of differences actually between the original and the new one. Uh, obviously there's going to be updated visuals for this. Um, the frame rate runs a bit better on here. Uh, the original game did this, um, mosaic style for, uh, it's draw distance, which was very interesting, and I remember loving that aspect of it back then. The HD version just takes all that out, and it's like, yeah, you have better draw distance now, but you're just seeing the stuff, and it's like not interesting now. You've kind of like you've taken away the the painted style that the original was sort of going for, and now everything just looks. It looks like a, a an upresed old game. Like if you play, you find some Xbox original Xbox game and you play it on the new like Xbox Series X, and it's like, yeah, it's in 4K and runs 60, and it's like, oh, cool. It looks like this weird plasticky thing that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Though mm-hmm. one of the other uh, big things that they changed on here are it, it's a new control setup. Which BC, I'll, I'll let you talk about this before we get into the game itself. For the most part. Uh, the motion controls are almost like one to one. We, when you originally played it, you played with a Wii remote and a nunchuck, and mm-hmm. the, the nunchuck also had motion controls in it too. And so they have yeah. certain things that use both. There, there's a thing like you you push the nunchuck forward to like put your shield out and to like block a thing. You'd move them both yeah. in a direction to do a spin attack. Uh, the yeah. Joy-Cons do almost the exact same thing, except in the Joy-Cons, we have a second joystick, and we can move the camera around freely now, which is pretty nice, honestly. Okay. BC, I would like you to to describe your experience so far uh, with the updated control scheme that they added to the HD version. <laughs> so this is the this is the non-motion controls. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and stay optimistic as we play through. But my initial impressions are this is borderline unplayable. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> I I understand that they had to make motion controls work on just normal non-motion a non-motion controller. It kind of reminds me. Playing through this game made me think of when I tried to teach my friend Abby to play Portal, but she'd never played any first-person shooters or games like that, so she <laughs> spent most of her time staring at the ground and trying, to, like, running into walls. And the the level of alienation I felt in trying to use these controls is what I imagined <laughs> she felt when I was trying to teach her to play Portal. Um, I think the first thing is, like, if you think about older games before they codified, okay, this is how we're going to use twin stick controls. That's what it kind of feels like because there's so many things where it's like, all right, well, you need to look around, but if you want to look around, you have to hold like, I forget what they call it. ZL. Uh, yeah. L. L. You had to call it. Yeah. yeah. You had to hold L 
and then move the stick around. Um, you can't run and look around at the same time. Uh, when you're okay. using items, like some items to select them, you have to hold ZR. Some items to select them, you have to hold R. Other things, right. you have to hold yeah. uh, up and then move the the joystick, like the right joystick. You have to use the left joystick. You have to push in the left joystick <laughs> button to bring up your shield in the most nonsensical decision I have ever encountered. Um, but I think uh, the thing... Why? Did they? Did the people who mapped these controls... Did they, did they play Breath of the Wild? The people I mean, who made this game play Breath of the Wild. Here, here, okay, so <laughs> Come on, man. Is, at the time when the reviews <laughs> came out for the HD version, one of the things that I heard was they made the game playable without motion controls. They didn't say they made it fun to play without motion controls. They well, didn't say they I made mean, it good. The s- they made it playable. Some of the stuff you said, I'm just like, yeah, that sounds exactly like how Nintendo would fix that problem and think this is good. But some of it is just like, wow. I also look at the, you know, I, I played around uh, in handheld after BC complained in our, our chat about how unplayable, near unplayable this game has been. And running around on it, I was like, for a second, I was, I felt, it felt nice to have my handheld switch and moving Link around. And that's just like one of my favorite things. But it immediately made me go, why is it Wind Waker or Twilight Princess on the system right now? <laughs> like that's my that, <laughs> my mind just went immediately to that. I was like, there are games you didn't have to do any of this stuff with, and you could put it on the Switch, and people like us will love it. We'll eat it up. We'll buy it. We, we, we will make sure that we 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 get this. And even having recently played those games, I want to play those games again on my Switch. Like I want to do it on my nice my nice OLED Switch. Um, but instead, we are. We we got this so far. <laughs> Nintendo simply like does not like money. They don't like money. That's it. <laughs> no, they hate it. Because hate we it. would buy it again and again and again, and they just don't want to give it to us. That's all. No, they have they have enough money. They're they're content <laughs> with what they have. <sighs> but I would like to give them more money, please. <laughs> well, well, I'm sure you can go over to the Nikkei and purchase some Nintendo stock. Right. <laughs> so so I want to ask, last thing I'll say about the controls right now, how do you roll on the um with the motion controls? It's awful. You you have to be running and then you give the left controller a shake. Yes. So it it took me a while to figure out how to roll. So for me, I have to be running. So I have to be holding B, and then I have to push mm-hmm. in the left joystick. Oh, because that's the shake button. Okay. Yep. God. And then that that's not to say anything about the sword combat, which is basically like playing skate or, you know, a skate game. Basically. I was going to say skate three, but I'm like, well, they're all... The They're same, all the same so. controls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. yep. You got to prep your sword in one direction with the right stick and then send like move it to the other direction to do a was, single swipe. Was this was that uh Dead Island that let you do that where if you wanted to play like expert melee weapons you had to at- you could do super cool attacks like that or something. I, I don't remember. know. It, it doesn't work here. I wouldn't want to try it. Um <laughs> So uh, a couple other things that this HD version has. Uh, 
that it streams line it streamlines the tutorials. So in the original game, you would come up to certain oh people that would tell you how to do things, and you couldn't say no to them. You had to say it, it was just part of the process of being like, "Yes, you're going to teach me how to use a sword." But they also let you skip cutscenes, uh, which you could only do in the original version when you were playing on hero mode. You had to beat the mm. game completely first, then you were allowed to skip cutscenes after that. Um, also, they I can't they, even really skip dialogue. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we also have the option to fast forward through dialogue too. That'd be nice. Um, where you can Message either speed five, please. Right, because in this game, for whatever reason, there there are like pregnant pauses in the text. <laughs> Where they people will be talking, and the text will be going, and it sits for a second, and then they'll be like, and so on, and then it's mm-hmm. just like, like just just keep going. I I'm reading I'm reading faster than you're talking right now, bud. But fortunately, this is a JRPG. Come on, you can press uh, the B button, and that will automatically fill the window with text that they're going to say. And then if you press the B again, it just skips to the next group of text. You don't even have to watch it go. So like, even if you, if you did not even want to read any of the text that people are saying, you could just hit the B button and fast forward through all of that too. So again, that's cool. I mean, I still think this is a, a, a world where you do want to interact with these people. I think these people are interesting that we're, we're, we're meeting right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you already get the idea of what a Zelda game is and they're wanting to like, tell you a few things about like how to run and to do all this stuff you're just like yeah i don't i don't need this bud it's fine all you got to do is say hey press like for me press number two to bring up all of the the command all of the controls that you have access to with what you're doing right now i assume they're you know they're context sensitive so if i jump into the water they'll change but yeah all you gotta do is say that, like, "Hey, if you have any questions, press two, and we'll tell you everything you can do with that thing you're holding in your hand right now." Yeah, uh, and then turn me loose, man. <laughs> the HD version also has autosave, uh, so like, anytime cool. we like leave a building, it'll autosave for us. It doesn't um, matter. There's a million bird statues everywhere, and they do game, have so. a lot. You just, but you have to remember. You got to remember to save. Uh, and this, yeah. it's it helps you out with you that. Got to remember to pray. Um, yeah, remember to pray. Um, the last thing is it does have amiibo support. My Zelda Loftwing is still in its box. It's not going to get used, but I do Mm. know that what it does is when we are on the ground level, uh, if I tap that, I can immediately go back up to the sky and then come back down. It does what the bird save stations do, but I can just do it whenever I want rather than being at a bird station. We are going to take a break when we get back. We're going to actually start the game. Superhero stuff you should know. Go deeper than you've gone before into your favorite comic book films, storylines, and characters. Superhero stuff you should know. I'm part of the HyperX Podcast Network. <laughs> Hi, we're Ellen. Steven. And Mark, host of Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. Topics include programming, design, tools, and more. We also do interviews and one of our game jams. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get to your wherever you get to your podcast. You get there <laughs> or at nicegames.club. Hello fans. As part of the HyperX Podcast Network, we're letting you know that this year is HyperX's 20th birthday. 
to celebrate. They're offering some great deals on their award-winning gaming gear. If you're in the market for a new headset, a new microphone, blue light blocking eyewear, or any other number of other high-quality other HyperX products, head on over to HyperX20.com to check out all the birthday deals. Once again, check out the HyperX 20th birthday party sale over at HyperX.com. Hello, we are back with Skyward Sword. First thing, BC, what's your name? Um, what is my name? Oh, I, I originally went with Frankie. Uh, it's Frank Ocean. Uh, but then I went back <laughs> and I changed it to something that I actually can't remember. So I'll have to tell you next time. Great. <laughs> Brian, what obscenity did you name your character? Oh wait, no, uh, I, I got it. I got it anymore. Sorry, Brian. Uh it's Binky. Um B I N K I. Um really good musician. Listen to his EPs. That's <laughs> cool. So Brian, did you is is Link farting this whole time again? Oh yeah. Or is other people farting around Link? Oh, we're here. Oh, there there have been lots of good good ones have, have been ripped already, yeah. Um we'll see. We'll see. At this point, I, I have to see it through to make sure that there aren't any more hidden Zelda games out there that this works amazingly with. So, yeah, yeah we'll get there. Tegan, what about you? Uh, I named my character Link. Wow. <laughs> Very unorthodox. So um, I went with the uh, it, it, it's Link, but it's in Azerbaijani, uh, which is Link, <laughs> which is Link. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Okay, so you just looked up a a translation that just also calls him Link, and it just so happened. Him. It just so happened that I oh. was I was wondering how you say this in Azerbaijani, and it's Link. <laughs> it's like it's like the disappointment I felt as a kid when in in San Diego, and I was like, oh, how do you say when I found out there were other languages and and other words, and I was like, how do you say my name in Spanish? And they're like. Brian, it's your name. Come on, <laughs> come on, Weryl. Amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, another thing I need to point out in this game that was very frustrating to me is that they still lock the hero mode behind completing the game once. Mm. So I'm not able to play in hero. That mode. is weird. Um, yeah, because they put hero mode uh, in Twilight Princess. Uh, for the Wii U, and I believe they even did it for the Wind Waker one, where before mm-hmm. you had to beat the game, you had to beat the game before Twilight Princess. I don't think had a hero mode originally, uh, and for whatever this, for whatever reason, they still just like kept it behind in it. And it's, I literally looked up if there was a way for me to inject a save file into my Switch without modding. <laughs> there was not, unfortunately. We, so. We've- I'm playing baby mode. It's funny that the, these uh, these are the kinds of things that that will cause us to look up grabbing a save from somewhere else. Microphone failures, emulating DSs, and uh, we need hero mode, man. Um, this starts off with... Uh, now, again, this is like one of those things that if you just turn the game on and sit there before the, the press 
A or one or whatever screen comes mm-hmm. up, uh, we get we get this long intro that basically tells about like the world before. Now there is actually uh, w- people would talk about this. Nintendo talked about this game beforehand of it being like the origin story, but then not long before the game came out, they put out a comic that took place even before it. <laughs> and so it wasn't actually the origin anymore we actually there was actually some stuff before that Uh, i I forgot about this cutscene, so i'm sitting there watching it like i thought this was the i thought this is where everything began (laughs) nope so uh there was a war that was going on on I don't know. We'll just say Earth. We'll say on 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 the War, planet, War declared, wherever. Yes. Yeah, where, wherever this is, uh, the goddesses lived there. All that stuff. Evil spewed out from the ground, um, and during the process of this war, the goddess decided to take its chosen people, the the Hylians or the humans or whatever, the elves, whatever they they are called them. humans. They, are they called humans in this one? Yeah, yeah. humans in these cutscenes. Yeah. They need, they need to get it together. This is Bill is dropping the ball left and right when sometimes they're Hylians, <laughs> sometimes they're humans, man. Like like he just I don't know. Problems at home, so probably. Sure. Uh but the goddess pulled an Ultron and took a chunk of the ground and launched it into the air with the people up there to hide them away from this war. I got that reference. Um many people will get that reference. That was a big ah, movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um and basically, that is sort of the, the origin of why we are floating up in the sky. And they did talk about, like, the goddess went back and fought alongside the other beings there. And we get this cool silhouette. where We saw we see some creatures we've never seen before, but we do see a Goron in there. There's a shape of a Goron. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, was there another I don't remember one the there? goddess coming and helping us with Oceanhorn. Um, <laughs> mm, no, no, that's true. Um, it was yeah, on one of the, was it was a, it was on one of the little little chunks that flew off of there. It wasn't yeah, the main I guess that island. That would have been before the uh, the island rose to the sky. Okay, never mind. You're right. Oceanhorn two was flawless. <laughs> I ain't saying that. I liked it, but I ain't saying that. Um, but that's basically what we get in this origin story: is just explaining why we're floating in the sky, and that there was mm-hmm. a war. We were chosen by the goddess of, of being yeah. special and were set aside so that we were not harmed from this war. Uh, now, they didn't say all of them. Pretty they nice. Been, yeah, we could have just been in, you know, there could have just been like an Adam and Eve situation where they like two people were just hanging out there and they just threw them up there and they're like, what are we doing? Um, yeah, I, I thought it made it sound like it just it took everyone, you know, so that there would only be monsters left down there. And as we'll come to find out no there's other people that just got you know left out of the club Mm -hmm. uh but yeah that happens we start the game up we put our name in we get going uh we get an intro cutscene that is we don't get to name our bird very upset about this sorry (laughs) i um we can talk about that later but i thought that was very odd yeah there is a scene just at the beginning i don't want to go through every single scene that we see in here but I think it's important mm-hmm. to bring up because it's a it's it reminded me a lot of Breath of the Wild, where we have this scene of a forest. It looks really looks really dated. As soon as that popped up on my Switch, I was like, "Oh, I'm playing an old game, aren't I?" Um, <laughs> but then we see this this dark monster that is just like a mouth and feet screaming, 
then we get a a scene comes out of the ground. Yeah, it comes out of the ground. Just goes to black. Like a worm from Empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, cuts to black. Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword. And I was like, that's that's similar to how Breath of the Wild opens up too, where it's just a black screen, white text. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Do you um, also get the 25th anniversary emblem? No. Okay, I got that. Because yeah. <laughs> we're at the 36th, or well, th- when this came out, yeah. it would have been the 35th anniversary, but um, yeah, yeah we, we didn't get that whole thing. Um, Do you get the dialogue line coming up soon, too, where it's the 25th celebration of this festival yes. thing that we're yes. going to do? Yes, they, okay. they kept that in there. Um, okay, that would, that would seem weird if you didn't know the context, but that's why that's in there. So... I, again, I don't. We get a lot of stuff in uh, like this throughout here, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. But uh, I, I rewatched a bit of the opening right before we did this, and yeah, there there are just context clues for things that not context clues. You see actions that are taking place already that will happen in the story. Um, three people jumping off the island and heading off after a red bird. Sure suspicious um but we have we have link dreaming he's seeing visions all that stuff monster with big mouth all that glowing light Mm -hmm. talks to him says wake up all that we do get this funny scene uh link's waking up and we see one of the loft wings these are the giant birds looking at the window (laughs) and just spits out the letter that that zelda gave it right in his face Mm -hmm. just to wake him up (laughs) Um, and it, it's, just, it's just funny. Just some slaps. It's adorable. There. Um, yeah, because you're waiting for something to happen. Right. Because Zelda sent a letter with her loft wing. You're just waiting there, and then... Uh, we can freely run around here, though. If you try to go in any room, it just sort of says, like, it's locked. Keep going. You can talk to some person. You can help them out. All that stuff. Um. Mm-hmm. Really, we 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 are trying to go meet up with Zelda right now. There's a few things you can stop and do, get some rupees, all that. We're not, we don't have any items yet. The letter says, "I knew you'd be sleeping. Come on, man. Today's the day, and you promised you'd meet me here before the day thing happens today." Um, when we get when we get to Zelda, uh, we just get a, a good introduction to their relationship. This is why, like, I still look back at this and like th- this is my favorite version of Zelda. Because she's an actual character this time. Like, she just feels mm-hmm. like she's she's actually there and living her own life. Where it isn't that she is a checkpoint somewhere that we just, like, get to in order to, like... Oh, we, we were told to go to her. We went to her. She gave us the item. Now we're going to go on heroing. Uh, mm-hmm. This Zelda, when we see her, she, she has her own motivations. She has, uh, you know, her own life here. And there's actually a, a relationship that's established between the two of them. And you can actually, like, sort of feel it beyond just being like, they know each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of the um, Ilya situation from Twilight Princess, but now it's Zelda. Right. Uh, Zelda tells us about how, or she reminds us by, you know, it, it's just sort of the explaining where we're, we're, we don't have amnesia, but we're treated like we have amnesia, where they're like, you know, well, you have the competition today where you're going to become a knight. Um, and she brings up about how she's also doing her training with, with her harp here that she was given that's a replica of the one that the goddess had. So mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, because she's, she's going to be fulfilling the other role. Mm-hmm. During the ceremony, it's right. her, this year. 
Uh, we do get to meet her father, Gabora. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely a reference to the Gabora. Or yeah, it is Gabora. It's yeah. Gabora. It's Gabora. Yeah. Um, he's got he he looks like he looks like an owl. Like he's got this unibrow that juts out the side of his face, um, <laughs> and just like he's... it's it, big eyes, all this stuff. He looks like an owl. I, I would say all of the academy staff or all the academy faculty, I should say, have a sort of owlish look. Yeah. Yeah. A, well, a, a birdish. Bird like. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, because he's got that—he's got the owl thing going on. He's got the Rauru, uh, kind of aesthetic to his clothing. Um, he's right. just yeah, owl dudes. Um, Zelda makes a big point of like, uh, she she has no problem pointing out that we have not been keeping up with our training, and she's worried that we're gonna lose. Uh, and the king is just sort of like. She's, he's gonna be fine don't worry about him i don't know like, you don't need to be saying this stuff in front of him right now either uh, he can't hear you he's not paying this like link yeah no he's got I feel you. Like, yeah no he's just he's just this is like how people talk around adhd kids like they're just like oh you know uh he's he's gifted but oh he needs to study more or this needs to happen or just like you know He's not, he doesn't hear. I don't know. There were probably a bunch of conversations that happened, and I did not hear any of them around me where adults were worriedly talking about me as a nine year old and like something was wrong. I'm just like, Link, I feel you, buddy. Just do your thing, man. <laughs> you and your bird got a special connection, and who cares? <laughs> Can we they push him off the a cliff. Thing? Yeah, because I'm gonna get to that, Brian. <laughs> they like, like they're like, go do it, and then they realize it was their fault that something bad happened. Like, oh god, I feel you, buddy. I feel for you. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Zelda makes a point to remind Link that he needs to practice. the The competition isn't starting just yet, so he needs to get in there and get some practice in. And she just pushes him off a ledge, but that's sort of the traditional way that these people call their birds anyways they mm -hmm. they they blindly jump off this cliff uh, someone else will take care of it give themselves a whistle uh <laughs> and then their bird will come in and pick them up uh lake does that bird does not pick him up zelda sweeps uh swings in uh with her bird picks him back up brings him back and now we're trying to figure out what happened to our bird why why is it this working right now um there is a lot. We, we sort of opened up at this point to run around Skyloft. Uh, we, there, there's still some things that are closed off to us, but we suddenly mm -hmm. have a few gates opened up that take us into some other areas. A lot of different people to meet, but right now they are just saying, oh, you're looking for your bird? I haven't seen it. And then every once in a while you'll, see, you'll hear someone say like, oh, I think it's uh, – uh, you talk to one person, and then they say like, have you talked to Zelda? And let me go ahead and mark that on your map. You walk back up to there, um, and before you even get to there, you get stopped by someone else that's yeah. just sort of like, hey, come over here now. And then that's when they're like, oh, we, we heard what happened to your bird here. And it was one of your, one of your friends, uh, he, he's too much of a coward, and uh, let the bullies take your bird. Yeah. yeah. Fledge? He knows. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you, yeah. you have to go up and talk to the uh the main platform first because you will run into these bullies but yeah go go ahead bc sorry 
Now, I was going to say, when Fledge got reintroduced, because we can talk to him in the beginning, and it's established that he's a total wimp, uh, can't even lift a barrel, but... Can't even lift a barrel. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we could lift a barrel, but when we had to go talk to Fledge, and he has this whole story about being threatened into silence by Groose and the boys... I realize we're probably going to have some sort of weird character development coming of age thing for Fledge, and I don't want to do that. I don't like this character. I don't want to have to talk to him again in this game. He likes us. He also looks like a marionette, which is just weird. Um, yeah, so we did have a, a scene earlier that we were introduced to to Groose and the boys, as BC put it, and uh, this is where... We Groose Groose is one of those those people that everyone that's played this game like knows why Groose is great. Um but like at a glance you would just be like, What is what is this character? Why does anyone care? Um Yeah. His have, theme having, is pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. He is. He he absolutely is. Um it, it's made very clear that he, he's got a thing for Zelda and really he's just jealous of us that we get to spend more time with Zelda than he does. Yeah, um, and he doesn't deal with that well. No, like like most bullies uh, who who deal with toxic masculinity, he does not deal with it well. Uh, but anyway, uh, when we got stopped again and Fledge explained this stuff, uh, wh- one of the one of the guys that was with him said, "Oh, if you're if you're gonna go do this, you're gonna need a sword. Why don't you go in here? The swordmaster's in there. He can he can help you out." You go into there, uh, the swordmaster's there, and he's just sort of like, yeah, I, I got a training sword. It's in the back. We got our first treasure chest, which is a monumentous o- occasion here. Um, mm-hmm. We get to see it's, – it's got that good animation. It's, it's one of those things that are just like it – it's like home to me, right? When it, <laughs> he, he, he opens up the chest and the camera swings around him and there's this gold glow coming out of it, I'm just like, yep, that's why I'm here. This is what it's all about. For some reason, the chess opening felt sped up to me. Like it was. It did. Like, one point four speed. Like, and and I I had this thought because I was like, is this chess gonna make jingly happy noises? I'm just grabbing the sword to do this thing real fast, and like, oh, yep, there goes there goes happy noises. Okay, uh, but I was wondering if they were sped up because I was of the mind that, am I gonna have to watch this animation when I open this chest. Okay, fine. Uh, But yeah, when we go and leave, this is where we get one difference that like, as you go to the door, he'll stop you and basically say like, Hey, do you need to do the training? And then you could say like, you could say no, you could say yes. Um, And if you say no, then he'll just be like, Oh, you need it because your loft wing is is missing. Okay, I guess you can borrow it for right now, and then yeah. you can just leave, or you can do your little training. But yeah, he was like, "Dude, we don't, we don't walk around town strapped, so uh, I guess you can do that, but be careful." Uh, this lets us go to an area by the waterfall where we had these little bamboo trees uh, blocking the way, very similar to Wind Waker. When we yeah. had that little blockade that kept us from going in at the beginning, um, anybody else see those earlier and then go, "Well, <laughs> when I get my sword." Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, this island has a number of those things where you see it and you're just like, 
I can't do anything with this right now, but I know I'm going to have something that'll let me do something later with it. Well, when I gain the courage to dive underwater. Yeah, I can go in that little grotto. Um, we go through a little cave. This is where we run into some some keys and some chews. And this is where we get our first fighting. This is where we get the motion controls. This is where we all just start wearing out our arm muscles, flailing around, just trying to get these keys because they are just Re out of reach us, out of reach the whole time. Reconfiguring my Wii Motion Plus. Oh, that's the other thing. So with the original version, you would have to set it down on a flat surface to reconfigure. For mm -hmm. us, we just hit the Y button and it will center it. So you don't I can even necessarily need to be pointing at the screen. I can recenter the cursor at any time. Um, oh, it, okay. It works uh, much the same way the gyro uh, Joy-Con sensor would work. But if my pointing direction starts to get a little shonky, uh, I can d put it into pause and then make it, you know, it'll do that little spinning animation as it reconfigures itself. Sure. Uh, we also get some monster parts in here, too, which will be a thing that we need to collect throughout this game. Hooray. Um, you can get a claw, and then you can get a little jelly. I like the jelly when he holds them up, because it's like dancing in his hand. I just think it looks Hi, really cute. Uh, one other thing is that here in the HD version, when we turn this game off and turn it back on, we will not be told what these items are again. Brian, you're going to be told every single time you turn this game off what a what a rupee is. Huh. Okay, cuz I uh cuz I remember, you know, ripping on Twilight Princess for that all the time, but uh I thought they had fixed that by this one. Okay. Nope. Anytime I pull one out of a chest, anytime I pull one out of someone's cupboard or my cupboard, uh yeah, even if I've already gotten a blue one, it still tells me again. Oh, well, no, so. that's different. When you're opening a chest, that's different. I'm talking yeah. about picking it off, off the ground. Oh, no, no, I know. But it also does that every time I find one inside of, you know, a, a locker. Sure. Uh, we go through this cave. We go around the corner. We do uh, run into Zelda, and she follows us for a second before we get a cutscene that we find our Loftwing. We free him from there. Uh, this is where we have some more. This is like the first sort of directional stuff that we forever. see here. Uh, because the the barricade that we have is at a couple different angles, and you have to come up to it with your sword and slash the ropes that are holding it together, and it'll fall down. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of awkward. Jeremy, when you use the can the non motion controls, did you swing your sword at all? Yeah, yeah, I did. So, um, that I think is one of my other big things is to swing the sword in a direction oh you God. flick the sword in that you flick the joystick in that direction, which if you have to go left, right, left is fine most of the time. But once you have to do diagonals to actually like flick down and flick up on the diagonals gets really. Uh, do you have a pro controller you could use? <laughs> nope. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really do advise that next time you sit down and play, pop them Joy-Cons off uh, and, and give the motion controls a try. Like, they're not perfect, but they are so much better because that's what this game was designed for. See, I uh, did the entire game with the button controls totally fine. 
Um, oh, I okay. oh, I exclusively used the button or the motion controls if I was having trouble with a boss. Like that's the only time I turned them on. Otherwise, I was just like, "This okay. is so much better." <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just yeah. found this this whole little spot uh, awkward because my bird was just staring at me as I was. I, I did some spin attacks and stuff. I didn't see the different angles at first or realize that's what they wanted. And so for the last like two, um, it just it it didn't take forever or very long at all. But my bird just sitting there watching me and like he could get out. And I'm just like, come on, man, let's just step over that last. Pl- all right. Hold on. Let me go over here and cut this. OK, there you go. So now that we freed our bird, uh, we can fly just sort of looping back around to the top level of the Skyloft, and this will start up our our competition so we can get into there. Competition. Um, Groose says some pervy stuff here, uh, but again, it's 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 not. Hey, after coming off Volkami, like this is nothing. This is so tame. Like this is not <sighs> true. True. This is not nearly as creepy as the stuff that we got in there. It's it's still weird when like, you know, he immediate, you know, when when he immediately, oh Zelda's here. I am I am a different person now. And I'm like ah yeah yeah that's great. That's that's awesome. <laughs> but the competition starts. We get these. We're at, we're at like an air show. Where there's like three birds with smoke trails behind them and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm immediately thinking, I'm like, what do you feed those birds to get those color smoke trails? <laughs> <laughs> what We get the competition going. And this, I mean, I can, it's been a while since I played this game. But I forgot just how easy this was, I guess. I mean, this was so straightforward for me. Um, we did get like in between here and now, we did get a flying tutorial and all that stuff. And I guess like... Tegan, you haven't talked yeah. much. Um, Tegan, explain to us how the, the controls work for flying. On the um, they're bad. <laughs> That's you how they work. Say. They work terribly. <laughs> I spent 40 minutes on this section, like, unironically. <laughs> I could not do it. <laughs> I ended up giving up. And I went and I got my um, my fiance and I was like, I can't do this. You need to do this. And we both like <laughs> I had spent 40 minutes on it. And then I had to have him come in and I was like, you do this and show me that like I'm just bad at this. And he couldn't do it. And so we went on and off for another like 20 <laughs> minutes trying to do it. <laughs> oh, no. It that makes me feel better that I had. It, oh, I struggled man. so much with this, partially because it just feels like driving a Delta 88. Yeah. Most of you have it probably really not does. driven a Delta 88, but <laughs> imagine driving a speedboat on the highway. And that's the experience of trying to, to control this. <laughs> it's and awful. It's so bad. I didn't realize at first that you have to get behind the bird and hit A. And so yeah. I was just bumping into the bird. And then bumping into the other birds and not understanding why am I not catching it when I'm running into it? So, yeah. So like there you go. You got to press A to reach your hand out. Uh, I also had uh, trouble. I wouldn't uh, not forty minutes of trouble, <laughs> but so even with the like even with the tilting controls and stuff, like keeping a straight line was just maddening. Um, so. 
Yeah. Yeah, this this <laughs> is where this is where my bias comes in of like I was just so into the motion control stuff at the time that I even remember loving flying in this game on the Wii. At the time I probably like, did a lot better. I cuz I would I would hold the the Wii remote like I was holding a paper airplane. Mm-hmm. And cuz it's like and that, I did that with like the uh what was it the Wii Sport Resort had a flying game too. And I oh yeah, the, same the, thing the skydiving thing. Uh, no, there was one where you're, you could actually like fly a plane. Um, oh, okay. It, it was basically yeah. just pilot, it was basically just pilot wings. From um, yeah, stab the air to go faster. And so yeah, when I got back into this, the only thing I've noticed is that it's just a little when it first starts flying. My Joy-Con is like, oh, you're going all the way left right now. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I just have to, like, sort of recenter myself. And then once I have yeah. that, I can go back to, like, more of the 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 subtle movements on it. And, yeah, I mean, for me, this this took two minutes. Like, it was just, <laughs> oh it was God. like I, I flew right up to the thing, pressed A, grabbed it once, had a couple things, like, eggs thrown at me that stopped me, and then flew yeah. right back into it and got it again. I and that suffered. was it. I suffered so long in this section, and I was like, I don't remember this being this hard on the original hardware. I do not remember it being that hard. And, like, I went back. I have a Wii. I have, like, the whole thing, and I, like, I plugged in my Wii, and I was like, it wasn't this hard. And I did it in, like, ten minutes. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't this hard. What's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, maybe I'm just getting used to it again, but I don't remember this being this difficult in, in I don't know, 10, 15 minutes maybe, but yeah. My fear Ooh. is just because this is an early game thing, that this is going to become a theme throughout the rest of the game, is chasing things, and uh, <sighs> I'm going to struggle. I, I, can, I can tell you, you do not spend as much time flying in this game as you might think um it we do and but you do have to do a lot of motion control stuff like there's going to be there's going to be more things that are going to be weird stuff for you to wrap your head around the flying yeah. isn't a lot of it so take that as you will <laughs> uh there's a there's a, a thing later that we'll get to where why we have to keep our balance and i forgot just how awful even that is with these controls and and but yeah we'll get there uh so we win the competition we competition. meet up zelda at the top of our goddess statue um which some of you might remember uh looking similar to the ones in breath of the wild huh? mm. Ooh, um, mm. wonder why that is hmm questions we'll have we'll have some some lore uh episodes later but that Um, takes place way 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 later in future so way later in the future like ten thousand years i think oh my goodness like the official nintendo statement on it which is dumb but okay it gives them enough time to squeeze in like another branching timeline in the middle yeah yeah uh so we we get the in ceremony with zelda and uh, she gives us the the sailcloth here and then talks about like, again, there's just like these weird things. I mean, it's like this is there's always been stuff like this where Zelda gets up close to us and she's talking about like, you know what happens next. Right. And it's just sort of like, 
what is going on here? Like, why are they doing this? Like, we know there's not actually going to be, like, they ain't going to be smooching. Like, we know that. Um, you know, we, we've seen the Zelda animated series. There's never smooching. Uh, but she instead shoves us off of this as well. She just loves pushing us off of things. And this mm-hmm. is where we do the, um, we, we are taught how to, how to fall gracefully here. And, uh, at the last second, pulling out our sailcloth to, to slow our descent all the way down. Um, if you don't get it right in the center, you get teleported all the way back up and you have to do it again, which is funny to and me. And I have to listen to the text again, and I can't skip through it. Um, after this, Zelda <laughs> Zelda goes and says, like, let's, let's, let's go for uh, a ride. I want to, you know, I, I got something I want to tell you. And so we're flying out here. And as she's like start to, starting to tell her secret to us, there's an explosion and a tornado, and she falls. Oh, no. um, we also black out apparently too here. Well, we, we we try to dive down to to catch her, but we get uh, air blasted away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also uh, we wake back up at Skyloft. Uh, Gabor is there talking to us. This is where we get to see that like. This is actually going to be the most talkative link of any game uh, that we've played. Yeah, we don't actually hear his voice, uh, but he will sit there and mime the whole time. But he's laying it stuff. down. Yeah, he's telling everything that happened. Uh, we do eventually get to hear a lot of them, though, and I feel it's it was funny to be just how much we hear the like. <laughs> There's so many of those. Uh, and I feel like it's more than we've ever had. I mean, that they, it was a new system. They were like, we can put all this stuff in here now. Um, D- does he make noises during that scene when he's talking to? No, Gabor? no, he sits oh, okay. there just, just okay. total, total silent. But <laughs> I mean, was like, when, be... <laughs> all right, yeah, Sorry. that would have been that would have been funny if he was just moving his hands around and it was just making link noises the whole time. Yeah, um, it, yeah, he just talks like yat 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 yat. Um, I see, Link. That's very, very grave. Uh, we get another... Um, in that, like, Link has another dream, nightmare thing of that big mouth creature swallowing Zelda. Um, after we This time we get to see someone else, though. Um, yeah, we, we got a good look at, uh, at uh, Phi this time. And when we wake back up and Gaborah leaves, we do hear a noise outside. We go, we see this blue creature floating around. Ah. We, go cha- we go and chase her around. Eventually, she circles unnerving. all the way. She circles all the way back around to like the main monument of Skyloft, and we go down mm-hmm. into there. We take the fun way, though. Yeah, um, we run into one of the little like raccoon cat things that are like a pet of one of the people there, but at nighttime they turn bad. Apparently. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know, we're we're told that nighttime is not a time to be out, even in the idyllic lands of Skyloft. Yeah, so we go through all of this. We eventually find a uh, a hidden area inside of here that I'm assuming like most people don't go into. Um, five well, it stops. Was like, it was like one of those Elden Ring doors where it's solid and then. All of a sudden, it disappears, and you see the opening is now there. <laughs> it's magic. Um, yeah. Right. 
Fi explains also, to Also, us, we've got... This is another instance of things in the Zelda series of how do you say it? You say Fi, Jeremy? They have... It, they have it, I say Fi because they have said that it is supposed to be like Hi-Fi. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that that highly has been infidelity. an official. That has been a <laughs> highly infidelity. Yes, that's good. Um, that has been an official Nintendo statement that the name All Fi right. comes from Hi Fi. I'll stop saying Fee then. I mean, that's okay. Nintendo's been wrong before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, 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 they can't even Tegan, get the you, timeline. You say right. Fee, right? I do say Fee. Yeah. Yes. We've had I you say before you said that. <laughs> I say Fee. <laughs> I say Effie. BZ, what do you say? You haven't said anything. Uh, I mean, I've been saying fee in my head. I haven't been saying it okay. out loud. I have an inner you monologue. So. You, don't out, you don't read out loud everything that's on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Phi basically explains to us that we're the chosen one, uh, and it's up to us to take the sword and all of this after we go and do it. Like, you, you, can eat, you get these options, which we haven't really talked about. In the in the dialogue, we occasionally get a couple choices, mm-hmm. and there's sometimes, sometimes a, funny, three. a funny one thrown into there. And so we get some choices here. You can pick one that you're just straight up just like, let's do this. And she's like, I do not need to convince you anymore. Take the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we do this, Gabor shows up, and he repeats one of the legends. Uh and it was funny because he goes and he goes and says this whole thing was just like us. This is just like the legend that we were told. And he goes and does this. Then and, and then Fi is just sort of like, ah, I see with your your communi- your uh, vocal communication, which is the worst way to record down history. Uh, oh man, left some things out. Let me tell you exactly what the legend says. Yeah, she she doesn't have a favorable view of oral traditions. Yeah. No. No. But uh, largely the difference between what we had had known through oral tradition, like the, the, the story that we knew was that a hero would take up the sword and would save the day. And then Fi is just like, no, actually, the hero will take up the sword and then destroy the coming apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> like it's, just, it's, it's not just, oh, you're going you're gonna to save everybody. It's just like doom is coming. And it is up to you to take this and to fight the evil that is spewing forward from the ground below. And, and if it's you like, don't it's do so much this, more everything is screwed. So good luck. <laughs> right. Aren't you glad I was here? I love <laughs> like Phi as a concept because it's. I think it's really cool like to mess with the idea of the legend passed down through the words of the elders and it not being correct, like perfectly correct by the time it gets to the chosen one. And so she's there to say, Oh no, you left out this part and this part. But also why doesn't she just explain the entire setup right now? Like, yeah. Hey guys, (laughs) do you want me to start this audio book? Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, Gabora understands, and he gives us a a stone slab that he's just like, this was something that I was told to give to the person that did all this. We go and put the slab in. After we learn the the move of charging up our sword by sticking it up to the sky, and then it lets us do the ranged move. What do we do? You put your sword 
up to the clouds. Like a skyward sword? The cloudward blade. <laughs> the goddess strike. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, this is the goddess sword. Also, I should I need to make that clear. Mm, right. Um, with that, that opens up a spot in the clouds that we can go to. And also with Beacon. that, we are going to wrap up this episode. Uh, when we get back for the next episode, we are going to just get to the entrance of the first temple. Go fly around some more. Go jump off your bird and f- drop through the clouds and see what's waiting for you down there. Collect some things, get some items. Items, people. We're going to have some items coming up soon. Isn't that fun? Um, You'd think. (laughs) Do all that. And we'll be back here to talk about it on Channel 1. Have we even uh, said what game we're playing yet, Jeremy? Yes, I said it at the beginning. Oh, if you sorry, my bad. I guess you weren't listening. Uh, this is why you didn't do so well on the test. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> savage. I'm ready. I'm well, taking notes can... already. Yeah, write down every... I hear you can move up in class. If you I already really have well written down test. original recipe, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when does that game come out now? Never. Yeah, no, it does, uh, but I think it's going to be just digital only, and I, th- I literally think there's not going to be any advertising for it. I think it's going to be some Thursday. It's We're not even going to see it on a direct. It's not going to be like, oh, Advanced no. Wars, available now. It's literally just going to be on a Thursday. It will be live, Here and then they're, never, they're not going to address it. We don't talk about it, though, because there's a war going on. <laughs> or, we can or, make, or we can make this game. People don't fight wars with these kinds of weapons anymore. Ha-ha, war whoopsies. with these kinds of weapons breaks out. <laughs> They what they do is they they shadow drop it on a Thursday and then a Friday they put out a new Breath of the Wild two trailer. <gasps> oh done my god! And done. You're so right. Done and done. You're so right. Oh my god! Amazing. Mm. All right. Let me get the switch back up here.